Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your regular host, Joel Silverstone, but today I'll be passing that over to our guest host, John Newhold. Let's talk about teams. And have you been trying to get your teams from good to great? How they collaborate, communicate, achieve goals, and balance productivity and morale? And maybe you're wondering, what is the best way to be using Microsoft Teams? What about team building activities and skills? What can we do that can help? Well, you're not alone. And that's why we created this episode. It's the combination of the Microsoft Teams skills and then the team building soft skills to guide you in bringing out the best in your organization's teams. And we're thrilled to have as our guest host today, John Newhold, as I said earlier, co-owner of Great Canadian Training. And our panel today is our Great Canadian Training's Senior Software Instructor and Designer, Christine Irons, and myself, Joel Silverstone, Great Canadian Training's Senior Professional Skills Facilitator and Coach. This episode is part of our podcast series on teams, on getting to be more engaged, respectful, collaborative, and working together towards those common purpose and goals. And in this episode, you're going to hear and learn is the elements of successful teams, the tools and activities that teams need to be using, the qualities that make teams great, and the best ways to use Microsoft Teams. Okay, we're using the word teams a lot. And speaking of teams, a great Canadian training, we are offering our unique great series, which is become a great team with Microsoft Teams and team building skills. This is in one day, you're going to be able to learn the skills and tools from Microsoft Teams and the team building skills activities to really be able to master a great team. So email info at greatcanadiantraining.ca and mention great to get more information about the great teams with Microsoft Teams and team building skills. All right, let's hand it over to our guest host, John Newhold. All right. Thank you, Joel. I'm super happy to be here and take on the hosting today. Again, I'm John Newhold. I'm the co-owner of Great Canadian Training. And today we're going to talk about what makes a great team. You know, in today's workplace, it's a combination of using the technology such as Microsoft Teams and the ability to communicate and support each other as a team. Those two things have to work together. We've got our two panelists here today, Christine. Christine, you're our senior software instructor. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Great. And Joel, Joel's our senior professional skills facilitator. Thank you so much for giving up your hosting mic and joining us as a guest this week, Joel. John, thank you for taking over for today. I'm looking forward to this episode. Now, what we're discussing today, this is also part of Great Canadian Training's great series of courses in which we combine software and professional skills into one course. So I'm excited to have both of you here together because training that people receive in that course will be half on a, on a soft skill side of things and half on a software side of things. And that's one of the reasons Joy and I started this company. We saw the gaps in training with technical skills and soft skills. And that's why we've been so excited in creating this great series to bring these two concepts together, you know, teaching both how to do something and then how to apply it in the software we're working in. So when we're talking on the topic of building a team, we need to know more than just what team building features are in Microsoft Teams. We need to understand what it takes to make a great team itself. So Joel, what are some of the elements people should be looking for when it comes to having a successful team? 
Great question, John, because there, there's really two and uh, and Christine, uh, Christine will share some of the ways that we can use Microsoft Teams to do that. And I'll, I'll talk about some of the, the soft skills or the professional skills around that. But those two elements for successful teams is productivity and morale. So let's just focus on productivity first. Productivity is the idea that well, one, a team needs to know <laughs> that the work that they're doing has meaning so that they're working towards a, a purpose and a goal. And that uh, along the way, the accomplishments are being recognized, they're supporting each other, and there's a mutual accountability. Uh, so it's, you know, productivity basically is the quantity, but also the quality of work that is being accomplished in relation to the team's purpose and goal. So they're not just um, you know, if you think of like a fast food franchise, it's not just for following a formula and getting towards there and sort of turning things around. The idea is that, again, people want to have meaningful work. So as the team is working together, what's going to help that productivity is that they know that there is that purpose and that goal that goes around that. Um, and, you know, clear and measurable re results is really important. The technical knowledge where Christine will come in and uh, share that. Um, but, uh, again, it's how we want those teams to be engaged towards their productivity so that they don't feel that they're just, you know, churning things out as a, as a factory is again, is knowing that the work has value and that it's going towards a purpose and that there's a sense of accomplishment. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we do is we do like a little Mad Lib, uh, with the team when they come in and they're doing the team building part. And it would be like, you know, the team's ability, the team's ability to, blank and achieve blank as an example and get the team to already start filling this out because teams often haven't taken that that time to take a a beat to really think about what is their purpose what is their goals and maybe it hasn't been quite clarified and so that's a really important uh the first step is really to be clear on what it is and maybe it's your company's mission or value statement that also helps support that uh Christine before we talk about morale uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to you about some of the ways that maybe Microsoft Teams supports productivity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on the technical side, Teams, a lot of people don't realize this, but Teams is basically a game changer when it comes to teamwork. Uh, teams isn't just video conferencing and a chat platform. It's actually a real-time collaboration and communication, meetings, file sharing, and app sharing application. And without going into too much detail, uh, with the Teams training, you learn that within Teams, you create what's called Teams, and within Teams, you have channels. So basically, a team is uh, bringing together a bunch of people that have a common interest into a team. And you can have several teams and people can belong to several teams. Uh, and a team is like a virtual space where the teammates can communicate and share files and have meetings and stay organized with everything that they're doing with their team. And within a team, you have channels. And channels are like topics of conversation within a team. So the channels allow people to organize the discussions about certain topics within the team. You can have tasks, you can share files and have meetings about that topic. You can brainstorm, exchange ideas, basically kind of stay laser focused on objectives. So uh, Teams is a wonderful application when you're talking about uh, 
um, being a great team and being successful as a team. And I'd yeah. have to, I'd have to think, Joel, that what Christine's talking about there, the way people can stay organized in teams, and you talk about having like clear and measurable results and and setting goals. Well, that kind of organization is going to help distill things down into different categories and different groups so that then each of those groups within your team are achieving goals and seeing measurable results in what they're doing. It's it's a ripple effect. Absolutely, John. So when when other teams are seeing uh, through these channels about the that, you know, so and so team is accomplishing uh, these goals and, and they're being recognized for it as well, uh, then it becomes a ripple effect. Like, you know, we want that, too. Absolutely. That's great. And then you said, Joel, another element is morale. Mm -hmm. So how does morale play into having a successful team? Well, you know, the productivity is the what, right? What we want to do, what we want to accomplish, what needs to, what needs to get done. Uh, the morale is, is the how, um, it's the, the motivator. It's this, and you, you just kind of tapped, tapped into it, John, when you were just talking about looking at those channels and, and working towards those goals, it, it is, is that sense of pride in belonging to the team and the satisfaction that comes from accomplishing its work. Um, and it's also setting up ways that, because this is where teams get derailed, ways that we can maintain mutual respect. So we're going to be having lots of ideas as we're getting towards these purpose and these goals. And that you, and we want to make sure that we don't, those ideas are not going to be dismissed. But how do we build on the good ideas? And how do we are able to sort of park the ideas that maybe are not quite properly formulated? So it is about building that within that morale, some ways that we can make sure that we've got uh, uh, ways or I don't want to say rules, but just codes, if you want, or, or effects on how we can have mutual respect um, and how we can listen to each other, how we can offer questioning and make sure those people that are quiet also are also part of that. So again, a, a, a mad lib that we use for that is uh, enthusiasm and, and people will fill in the blank, uh, praise and and people fill in the blanks. So start thinking about the vocabulary that we want to use in our morale. Um, and then I'll pass over to you, Christine, because um, I, I know that with Microsoft Teams, there's some ways to keep to keep that that how going, to keep that morale going. Yeah, actually, there are a lot of fun ways. I'll, I'll just touch on a couple of them, but uh, Teams offers a lot of features such as um, Animated GIFs, you've probably heard of animated GIFs. They're not, I know they're fun and they bring humor, which I think is very mm -hmm. good for a team, but you can use animated GIFs to celebrate achievements. They help team members feel connected and uplifted, which is really important. And so do emojis. They also have emojis and reactions. And I love it when I hear, when I teach teams, when I hear that, uh, an organization has not turned off that option for using emojis that they allow their members to use emojis because they're more than just cute icons. Um, they show support, they show agreement, encouragement, you can do virtual high fives. But if you think about it, you're chatting a lot. And with chats, you can't um, it's not like a face-to-face -face conversation where you can see reactions or or hear the feelings and every chat can be taken different ways. And if you use emojis, the emojis will tell people I'm using sarcasm here or I'm showing excitement or I'm using humor or empathy. So emojis are very, very important. 
it offers a praise or recognition tool. So you can, you'd mentioned this earlier, Joel, um, it, how important it is to publicly praise people. So that's what mm -hmm. this praise tool does. It, it acknowledges and appreciates um, people's efforts, basically. It builds morale. Uh, you can use polls. So you can engage your team doing quick surveys, like uh, give them or gather opinions, make decisions, spark discussions, make it sound like or make it uh, so that everybody has a voice. Fosters a sense of inclusiveness, collaboration kind of thing. That's great, Christine. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, I think when people hear the word team a lot, the natural tendency is to think of, say, a sports team, for example, right? We see, we see that a lot. It's always on TV, all these different sports teams. And there's a few different aspects to it. There's the actual players and their different skill set. But then you get to the coaching and the management. And people are always talking about, okay, there's different strategies that those may employ. But also there's something else that that a coach or management can bring to a team. There's those, those different aspects that are always hard to kind of put your finger on as to what exactly is that coach bringing to that team that's motivating everyone to actually go out and execute the strategies and utilize their skills in a way that, that brings them victory. So Joel, when we're talking about teams in a business sense, what are some of those other qualities that 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 management and that you want to build in a team both great examples and christine i really like to say about all these tools of it the whole goal is about how to bring everyone together um which again goes back towards that we're going towards that common purpose and john as you just said like about sport teams you know one of the things about sport teams the difference between sport teams and business is that sport teams for most people who are on a sport team this is their like their dream come true and then in the business world, it may not necessarily be, have been my dream come true that I'm doing this position. So this is this is so important for the, how we can motivate these people, keep them engaged, keep them energized. And I guess if you want to say for a sport team, it could be like, how is a sport team when they're way out of contention, you know, keep themselves motivated? And, and within business, how do we do this when, yeah, maybe this isn't your, your dream job, but this is something that you want to do better at and you want to grow. And that's the energizing factor. So what makes a great team are, well, there's five, there's five elements that make a great team in business. Um, and I'll, I'll say them out loud and then I'll, I'll give a brief description of each one. Uh, and then, and then Christine, we'll, we'll turn it over to you to talk about maybe how some of the tools can support this. Sure. Uh, Psychological safety, one. Two, dependability. Three, structure and clarity. Four, meaning. And then the fifth one is impact. Let's talk about psychological safety. You know, we use, we hear this word a lot, but basically people <laughs> people have emotions. And as you were saying, uh, Christine, you know, it's all these tools that we can use, the, the, the emojis and the praise and uh, the polls to get people feeling involved and get them feeling engaged. 
is is definitely one way to create psychological safety. People want to feel that their voice will be recognized um, and that they won't be dismissed or judged. So when we're working towards a team, we want everyone to feel included and they can feel comfortable to put any ideas forward without being judged or dismissed. So that's when we create safety and go, you know, there's no bad ideas. All ideas are good as we're working towards our common purpose and goals. The second one is dependability. Um, within the first few se seven seconds of when we tend to meet people, we always kind of ask ourselves, <laughs> do I like this person and do I respect this person? Uh, and so dependability goes a long way to answering those questions. Uh, if psychological safety is number one, the fact that we can know that we could depend on that other person, that when they, they, when they say they're going to do something, they do it. Um, so that creates a lot of trust and supports the psychological safety. And then structure and clarity, as we shared a, a little bit earlier around those purpose uh, goals and the productivity and, the, and then the morale, um, how do we respect each other? Having structure and clarity, we, we will function better if we have some some ground rules, so to speak, about how we're going to communicate with each other. What's the best way to communicate with each other? Let's make sure that we have agendas so that we know how long this is going to take and what we want to get accomplished. And this avoids us having meetings after having that first meeting as a team. So our goal with a, with a team is continuously moving forward so that we feel that we're having that sense of accomplishment. And which ties into our fourth one, meaning that as we're going towards those common goals, that this has a meaning that uh, I myself as an individual member of this team, um, that I feel that I'm a contributor to this. Um, and that gives us feeling a sense of satisfaction. It's the same thing when we do simple things, like if we wash, the, do the dishes, or we do some gardening and we, we've we accomplished something, uh, it gives us that sense of, of meaning. It's a, a feeling of sense of accomplishment um, and clarity. And then the last one is impact. And this means that if I'm going to have meaning and I'm going to have structure and I'm going to have dependability and psychological safety, the impact is that these are actionable things that we can walk away with. Um, you know, one of the things that we have as, as an actor's rule, because of course my background was in acting, is that an actor's job isn't to say the lines or to act. An actor's job is to be able to move the other actor. And that's what we want to do as a team is that we want to be able to be able to move each other so that we are being more actionable in what we do. So that's that's, that's a fair bet. So I'll pass it over to you, John, and then we'll, we'll get Christine. Yeah, that's fantastic, Joel. So those five key points there, Christine, if, a, if an organization wants to help their people develop these qualities uh, as, as a team, what kind of features are they going to want to teach them in Microsoft Teams that will help support them? Yeah, well, I, I had talked about the features that make people feel included and important. Uh, Joel mentioned structure and clarity. So to give you an idea, uh, during meetings, uh, you have features in teams like uh, meeting notes built right in. A, a lot of people don't realize there is a feature to take meeting notes for all your meetings and keep them organized. Uh, you can uh, create agendas. You mentioned that, Joel, too, with the agendas. Mm -hmm. I know there isn't a feature that's actually built in yet. You know, Microsoft's, Microsoft is always updating. Uh, but you can actually add extra, they're called apps. Um, so it's very easy to add or 
extra apps to your team's environment. And there is an app called Decisions, which allows you to create agendas. And it's not just agendas like who's going to speak about what, when, but you can actually build in the timings as well. This person is going to speak for 15 minutes and then it's going to be passed over um, so that you can, you know, your your staff can come prepared to the meetings. They'll be more efficient, uh, more productive kind of thing. And another app that a lot of people add to their teams is uh, one called Tasks by Planner and To-Do. I know it's a really long application name, but Tasks by Planner and To-Do, where you can uh, create task lists and assign tasks and um, a, a lot goes into building those tasks, like adding extra notes and assigning the tasks to certain people, adding um, attachments. It basically allows the people to track and manage their work. So a lot of extra apps to really, really structure, add structure to your, uh, your work, your meetings. That's fantastic, Christine. It sounds like there's a lot more depth to Microsoft Teams than the average person who uses Teams even knows about. Oh, absolutely. So much, so much can be added on if it's not already there. And like I said, they're always, always updating, especially Teams. Teams out of all of the Microsoft applications, Microsoft has been focusing on and continually making it better and better and better. So then let's take a second and talk about this uh, great series course that we have on t on team building and Microsoft Teams. So if people attend this class, it's a one-day class, uh, Joel, what mm -hmm. are some of the activities they're actually going to be doing during the, the soft skills, the professional skills portion of the course? Well, first off, it's... Uh... You know, Christine, thank you for sharing all of those tools. It's uh, it, it really is amazing about how much can be accomplished within the teams. And then uh, as we add this in the professional skills, some of the activities that they can do, because as we're learning about all these tools, as you're sharing and realize we don't do that, it's interesting the same thing happens within teams that maybe they've been working together for a while or there's a new member, but yet there's still so much that they haven't really taking the time because maybe they've been so task focused that they haven't really taken the time to um, understand how best to work with each other towards common goals. And so, so that's why we create some of these activities so that we could remind them um, and they could take the time to actually look further about how they can support each other and work better together and collaborate and communicate. So we talked about these ideas of, of Mad Lib. So one of them, one of them is to actually take a, take a few minutes and we, we, create set up a mad lib for them to basically create their sense of purpose. What is it they do? Who do they serve? And why is it? And to, you know, it takes a few minutes to really think about this and, and really break down those ideas. One of my favorite activities is called the user manual. And if you think about John Christine and, and our listener, uh, when you think about it, uh, when you buy that fridge or you buy that stove or you get your new phone or whatever, you get a, a little manual on how to operate it. Uh, well, this one is how to, this is your own user manual, how to operate you, how best to communicate with you, what are your pet peeves, uh, what is important to you, and you fill this out so that people start to learn more about each other and how best to communicate with this person. Oh, for example, this person likes likes it when they reach out to me on Teams, or this person likes it better if it's a phone call, or this person needs constant recognition, or this person needs more direct information. So learning about how best to work with each other. 
And then we do some some acting exercises like yes and, which is again how to keep those ideas really big before we narrow them down. Um, and then uh, I'll share two more here, and that is uh, degree of support. And degree of support is looking that there's different ways that we can support each other uh, when an idea is introduced. So we could say yes or we could say no, but there's different degrees such as yes, I'm almost there. I'm going to need a little bit more information or no, I'm not buying into this idea, but I'm not going to hold this up with it. It's not that important to me. I'm willing to move forward. I'm not quite sold on this. So there's the different degrees of support that we could do that. And then we always end our day with six thinking hats, which is that everyone has like a different, uh, a different color uh, and we, we don't we don't actually have hats, but uh, the idea is that each color sort of represents uh, a way to look at an idea. So someone could have the black hat, which is they're the ones who are like, no, this will never work. They poke holes in the idea. And then there's sort of the yellow hat, which is like uh, optimism. And then there's the green hat, which is, of course, this is going to work. And then there's the, the the blue hat, which is the facilitator. So everyone's got different hats and then we switch them up. So everyone gets to see different perspectives. And the good news about this is that it takes the emotions out of decision-making so that people can just look at it because they only have one role and that's the role. And this helps us look at different ways of coming up with the decision. So we're not so narrowly focused on our decisions. And I think, Joel, with all these activities, it's important to stress that this course has really been designed from the ground up for an organization to have their whole team there. This, unlike an Excel course or something where you know, one or two people have a certain role and they need to learn certain features and they go and take a class. This great series course on team building in Microsoft Teams is designed to have everyone there so that they can all engage in these activities and all learn these things about how to improve as a team together. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then so, Christine, you've talked a lot about different features that you're going to be sharing. What are some of the other features that people are going to be learning about in the Microsoft Teams portion of, the, of their class? Well, basically, we're going to show them that Teams isn't just your basic meeting and private chat. Uh, we'll show you how to organize yourself through the Teams and the channels, how to have conversations and give praise. And there's even <laughs> you can even um, tricky little ways of doing things like um, creating dancing monkeys, mm -hmm. uh, you know, fun little stuff. Uh, at mentions, there are ways to at mention people and at mention groups of people so that they never miss a conversation. Uh, we'll show you how to file share and collaborate on files. Many people can work on a document at the same time and see what everybody else is doing, all the changes they're making. We'll show you how to add all those special apps that I talked about, all those uh, extra things, all those extra bells and whistles to make uh, team teamwork um, work really well. Uh, we'll oh, we can show you how to integrate Outlook with Teams as well, uh, because we still use Outlook outside of Teams. You can actually integrate the two. You can send emails from your Outlook to your Teams, share them with your Teams, share attachments with your Teams. Uh, show you how to use the whiteboard in your meetings. There's a whiteboard option that everybody can collaborate on. Uh, show you how to properly share your screen, uh, especially the big question I get all the time is, I have a PowerPoint presentation. What is the best way 
to share my PowerPoint presentation because Teams does offer different ways. And what is this thing called PowerPoint Live? So we'll explain all of that to you. Basically, you'll you'll leave the training feeling very organized, feeling very comfortable with using Teams and hopefully very excited to go ahead and start using Teams and applying everything that Joel's teaching you with with um, working on your team, working with your team, apply it in Microsoft Teams. And now both of you have been teaching your respective topics for a very long time uh, to the different types of, of people, Joel to people on a professional skills level, Christine to people on a technical level. Now we're combining this together in this great series course. So Joel, what excites you about this course? What excites me is it's one thing to teach team building, but the, the world has changed and we can't necessarily apply just team building in a virtual environment or a hybrid environment where we're, we're all in different locations and we're using technology. So to be able to adapt some of these team building activities and on how to use the technology. So we're we're evolving in how we're communicating, collaborating, uh, but still maintaining the same ideas that we're, again, working towards productivity and working towards morale. And Christine, what about you? What excites you about this course? It's very exciting that people will go and learn the soft skill side, the professional side through Joel on team building, but then actually apply that on the technical side because they're they're really interconnected. They go hand in hand. Uh, John, you and I were talking about, you know, somebody attends a seminar or um, they attend a soft skills training course, but then they don't go and apply it afterwards. They don't really learn it. And that's what's so great about taking this combination where you do the half um, soft skills and then actually apply everything you just learned in Microsoft Teams. It's very exciting. It makes the training more practical and applicable. Absolutely. I mean, when we learn a topic, we really want to be able to ask ourselves not only how does this topic work or what are the technical aspects of this topic, but how can I apply it in my life and how can I use it to help others? And those are really things, especially when it comes to team building, that we can utilize this kind of information for if we actually take the time, sit down, think about it and use a course like this to help answer those kinds of questions. So I'm really looking forward to... Uh, to people taking this course and enjoying it. So my. So it's been great having both of you with us, Joel and Christine. Thank you so much for sharing information on this topic about team building. And I'll pass the hosting mic back to Joel. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, John. Great job of hosting. And thank yeah, you so thanks, much. Thanks, John. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Christine. One, two, and now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you can start to put into practice. Number three, we talked about the qualities that make teams great. And one of them is to have clear expectations of what's gonna happen. So an agenda, as an example, and how best to communicate with each other. And part of that agenda in using Microsoft Teams is to look at all the apps that are available, specifically ones where you can create an agenda. Number two, it is that sense of purpose. So we had 
Fill in the blanks for a team to come together and fill in the blanks on what is their sense of purpose. And also using the channels as a way to look at how we're all communicating with each other and going towards the same purpose and same goals. And the number one takeaway from today's episode is bring everyone together, the purpose of teams. Productivity and morale were really important. And part of that, especially under the morale, is this idea that you can use Microsoft Teams to send praise or recognition to other members on the Teams. And now, what is the next step? Something you could simply do right here, right now from this episode? Well, that would be there is no tone when we're sending our messages within Teams. So feel free to be creative in using an emoji, an emoticon, or a GIF to add to that message. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-led courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.